folks welcome back to another episode of uncommon tourist the podcast edition this week we're talking about a little adventure that we went on because we took well we took her a bit of our own advice and we went on one of our own tours which is borderline narcissistic but also very (laughs) important for research purposes and a really good opportunity to see where we can improve things and make your experience in barcelona even more memorable so we went on our hiking tour ex excavation excavation is what's the word expedition expedition that's the (laughs) (laughs) english is still my first language um yeah so we went on our hiking tour from well we start in plaza catalonia we get a train out to san cugat which is a town on the other side of the national park of the coisarola a very nice town I, that's one of the highlights of that day was going in there and having a cup of coffee and sitting and prepping and telling me about how sore I was going to be the next day. <laughs> yeah, but that's because I know you. <laughs> so we go into the into the town, we have the coffee, and then we actually hike all the way back to Barcelona via the Coiserola National Park. So, yeah, how was that experience for you? A cycle got for me because we're always stuck in Barcelona and Barcelona has taller buildings. I mean, they're usually around seven, eight floors if you're counting the downstairs restaurants. You're used to them being a certain height and they're not short, they're tall. But then we went into San Cugat, it's still the same type of feeling where people are living above the retail spaces, the cafes and restaurants, but they're much shorter. And it gave me just a really nice warm feeling when walking through it. And Mm -hmm. there's like these little, little shops here and there. And it's just a, a small town that has a lot of great restaurants, a lot of great cafes, uh, visually, aesthetically, it's quite amazing. We saw, or I saw for the first time, a building that was made of all shells. Mm. The the facade of it was literally seashells. And that's, <laughs> it was like nuts. I'm like, am I seeing that correctly? And it was very exciting. So just to start, and we'll talk more as you hear about the tour, but for me, just going and starting in San Cugat was a real pleasure and a real, I feel, um, way to get settled in and you're outside of barcelona because i feel like towards the end it's the opposite because we get a whole different perspective on barcelona but starting in a small town perfect yeah you're kind of getting a little bit more into a different angle of catalan culture but it's not so remote that you're feeling really disconnected and there's a lot of expats that live in the area so there's still high levels of english and other languages that are being spoken like an international feel but more like a small town energy. Not having to be in the middle of Barcelona, yeah. This hiking tour, it's just such a lovely day trip out. And it's not exhausting because even though you're doing something very physical, you're... I will... Uh, you're going to carry that. Yeah. Like, actually, it's really <laughs> exhausting. Well, if you have a good to moderate fitness level, you should be fine. <laughs> right. At what point should I tell people um, your fitness level is higher than mine? Well... Well, I just did. Well, you did. Well done. <laughs> Self-awareness is the first step to, <laughs> to self-growth. Yeah, um, true. But yeah, the, the town itself is really beautiful. There's a lot of good places. We stop for coffee and there's a small cathedral and a plaza and, and a really interesting market where there's also a beautiful library. So let's get into it. So Angie's like, well, we're going to go hike. We get going. We made sure we had our water. We made sure we had a couple of snacks along the way. And um, I was, oh, this is really and easy it's beautiful mm-hmm. we're in the mountains uh, there was a, there's other people walking along and it was really what would you say the difficulty level when we start is 
I think when you start, it's like a three to a four. Yeah. It's a very broad path. Um, and there's a little bit of undulation, but it's pretty gentle. There's not a lot of slopes and there's a lot of sort of wide open spaces. So we, we pass en route a super old tree that's all held up with props and sticks to kind of keep it going. And we walk past a couple of small restaurants that generally tend to be where people stop. They they walk from Sangkukagat to this restaurant, they have lunch or whatever, and then they walk home. And you know what's funny that was fun for me is as you pass people, to your point about being an international group that's there, as you pass people, I was like, Bon dia or some people would say hola or some people would be like, Good morning. <laughs> you just never knew what you were gonna <laughs> yeah, encounter. You really don't know what to say, so it's like who speaks first? <laughs> like who's gonna go? Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it's very cool. And then uh you met a little cat? I did meet a little cat, yeah. I have a tendency to attract small animals, so <laughs> So this is something interesting. As an American, when we go hiking, especially in Texas, where I'm from, we have to be considerate of encountering other animals. And that's one of the best things, at least for me, hiking in Spain, is that for the most part, all the animals have been eaten <laughs> through famine. Through How famine. beautiful. <laughs> I know, right? it's, <laughs> it's a very Texan perspective. Like It's such a joy to not worry about the animals because we well, hate them. It, mm, it, okay. No, no. Here in Spain, I'm just saying over the years that... The animal population, at least the wildlife, has been eaten. I mean, you have to think of a place where a famine has been here, war has destroyed it. I mean, and then it takes a while for these populations to build back up. But, for example, in Texas, you have to go with some type of a spray. You know, if you're going to be in Colorado, go with, you go with bear spray. In Texas, well, we usually go with some type of a handgun, for the most part, not all the time. But as my friend uh, Leslie Kuhn will tell you, she encountered two mountain lions and thought they were going to eat her. And... We don't worry about that here. There is one snake that's poisonous, and then there's the the, the boars. Boar. Yeah, yeah, the boars. And but the boar are pretty. Like yeah, you don't want to mess with you them. You don't want to mess with the boar. If we see boars on route, is very much that you want to get out of the way. Yeah, sure. And give them space. Yeah, but yeah. So that's one thing that I love about hiking here is like, oh, let's let's just go out and enjoy. Yeah, I think more in Barcelona, like the sprays and the sort of deterrent weapons that's i think that's more for the dating scene is what i understand <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit more central to the city <laughs> but <Jamais> yeah spray. <laughs> but i think when you're i think when you're in the mountains you're a little bit safer yeah so for the most part the the start of the walk is yeah like a three to four depending on the weather when it's super hot there's some unshaded parts so it can get a little bit more challenging on the and like i said I, your fitness level is higher than mine and i did just fine. Yeah, you, well, you're here to you're yeah, here to obviously. report back, so it wasn't a disaster. <laughs> well, I, and or, there was only one set of tears, so I'd say that's a pretty good thing. Well, there's also this: it's like we would talk to each other and having conversations about different things, and you would ask me a question. I'm like, um, hold on one second, we're going uphill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. To the uphill parts is when I speak to the group, <laughs> yeah. and the group can just listen. <laughs> yeah, please, and I appreciated that. Thank you. You're very welcome. Except. Except. Oh, well, except. Okay, so, yeah, on route we also pass a church that is dedicated to San Medea. And then there used to be a water fountain there, but as we're still in a national drought in Catalonia, there's no running water supply through it. And it's also a good place to prep yourself for what I like to describe as the kilometer. <laughs> <laughs> that was that. And when she says the kilometer, she means it. Mm. And uh, so do my, well, my, my, my legs learned yeah. what she meant by that. But before then, I have to say, we did run past an officer 
driving through the walking tour, which was really strange because you had never seen that before. Oh, like but it also made me feel better that, yeah, that, that we encountered someone because that way you couldn't get rid of my body because there was a couple places there that oh yeah that yeah. were like oh, I could push you off right here and, and the temptation level was never high. Would, in, would I have ever been found and uh, I said look the police officer saw me and they would come back and ask you what happened to me who mm-hmm. was walking with you and be like wow those bore honestly <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like, hungry, I, did, I didn't have my my dating spray so what do you know <laughs> the boar got him sorry uh, yeah, so we go up the mountain, and uh, she goes, this would be in the first place I would have pushed you over. I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> um, so we reached to the base of this killer kilometer. The kilometer. The kilometer. It's, it's the Dolph Lundgren kilometer of the walk. And if she, he dies, he dies. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> so we get to the bottom, and Angie's like, all right, are you ready? And it does not look like the path that we're used to or had been walking on kind of looks like water was flowing down it and kind of created the crevices within this little path and yeah my legs were kind of mushy by the time we got up there but the payoff is the scene from just because i was like okay just hold on one sec i gotta just let me get my legs together she's like just a little bit more i'm like all right just give me one second and then literally it was like just around the corner And we get to see uh, beautiful Montserrat from that point. Yeah. So you and get all the way up to the to the viaduct kind of bridge. And the view from there is just amazing. It really is. And thank you for the stories about Montserrat. I really appreciated that. Mm. Yeah, no, it's really nice. But, well, because, yeah, that way you get a little bit more context about where you are. And um, and a different perspective of seeing it. It's not, not the easiest place to see from the city center of Barcelona. So from the Coisarola, you have all this green. and. We were lucky that also, despite it being in February, it was beautiful. There was not a cloud in the sky. Yeah, beautiful blue skies. And, like, I'm Scottish enough to have got some burnt, so that was nice. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm, Texas, g- I'm Texas enough, to, and I still got some, some little, little red cheeks. marks. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a beautiful day. And then, yeah, the last part, we mosey on up, and you, you come out through the side uh, of Tibidabo. And you come up kind of like the back side of the church, really. So you sort of see the back of Tibidabo and the church that's on top there and the, the huge statue of Jesus. And then you walk around the front and that's your last little bit. And then you for the two churches there to explore for a while as well, which is beautiful. Three, isn't it? Officially? Well, officially, yeah, but yeah. potato, potato. Potato, potato. But the view, it's rare that you could find a view like this in Barcelona. So we went into church. We went all the way up to the top. We looked at the amusement park below Tibidabo. And then from there, the view, because of the day that it was with zero clouds, you could see the sea, and it was just blue on blue. And mm-hmm. it's it's so amazing because we could see where we live. And she lives in Polasek, and I live right in the middle of these two towers close to the sea in Barcelona. And we could see it's so strange from this perspective because it seems like Barcelona is so small. Mm, it looks very close. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's no big deal to go to your place from, from mine. And then it's like, no, actually, it, it's kind of difficult to get. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause it takes me 20 minutes bike going to your place. Yeah. And to move uh, across town is not always the easiest. Yeah. But but the view is just so spectacular. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Vicky Cristina Barcelona because a lot of it was shot up there. We get to see that. And then, of course, what I really enjoyed is being able to go into the church and just taking a moment after hiking that time and then going in there and just listening to yourself and listening to what you had just accomplished or what I had just accomplished. And I'm um, just having that moment of quiet 
and even if not going into church is, is your thing, you still get the perspective of being up there, and if nothing else, you can just sit by yourself and just kind of take it all in. You get to see both sides of the mountain. You get to see from that perspective San Cugat, where we started. Yeah, and that's, that's a really nice part of it is that it kind of completes the loop. And for me, I take my my kind of quiet time or my quiet moment when I'm in the national park. Like for me, that kind of forest nature is in the mountains is where I find that quiet connection. So to be able to sit and take some time when you're walking as well is it's there's opportunity for both. And that was kind of what we wanted to wanted to share. So yeah, because on our stop really at the Mita or that little that first stop, I mean, you could have we could have easily been there for a good. 20 minutes just kind of just taking it all in because it was just dead silence. You just hear the birds. Well, to be fair, I was taking it in. You were just preparing yourself. <laughs> and give, and, <laughs> Mental and preparation. Like, I just can't do it. I just can't. And, and taking a photo of those ladies that stopped by. And oh, yeah, they, you became were, a photographer I for did. 20 minutes. <laughs> Such an influencer, <laughs> Alvaro. <laughs> nice person, that's all. But yeah, I can't thank you enough for taking me on this experience. It was both emotionally satisfying because you are in nature you are walking through it there's great canopies tall trees that you're walking through some amazing views and at the end you get the best view of barcelona and then coming back we decided to walk down mm. but there are other options of taking the yeah normally we take the funicular with groups and we go down there and that way when you're in the city for just a few days you still have energy you still have life left in your legs the next day or you have life left in your legs for the rest of your afternoon so you can get back to the city for like 3 three thirty, and and still want to explore around a little bit so it's a i nice did way. go because we walked down like we did go looking for that lake that joey from friends was talking about oh yeah well you were buddy again <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I was just um <laughs> i was on this lake of the foothills of uh, mount dibidabo and there was a lady and she was bathing she was crying. And she was crying. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm reaching into my bag for my May spray. Like, oh, I know where this this is going, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to save your audience from that moment. So, but it was a lot of fun. It was a really good day. And it was nice to get back on that, that route for, for the first time of 2024. It was really beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah, in our notes, in the footnotes of this show, we've included a link to our Instagram story or an Instagram post on that. Uh, just so you can see the blue skies. And also there is a link there to our booking page for any hikes that you may want to do if you're coming into the city. And of course, as always, if you have any other random stuff that you want to share with us, whether it's an episode you want to hear or our general perspective on all things Barcelona, give us a shout. We love to chat to people. Yeah, that would be fun. If, mm. we, if we do a show like, okay, they sent us, they want us to do a show on that, we go and do the homework on it. I totally feel like there's going to be one like, okay, so the dating scene of Barcelona, seriously, the May spray, what is your... I'm like, oh, let's go, cracks knuckles. Like, I'm ready for that chat. All right. Well, stay tuned. All right. Thanks for listening, and we'll speak to you soon. Ciao.